Absolute banger uh, that is. Yeah, Steve, I feel a little bit like I'm on Radio One. At the moment. <laughs> We've just played a little interlude, musical interlude. Got a cup of tea, and um, yeah, I think I'm the next Chris Miles. That's production value for you. Well, that's that's what you get in it. You know what I mean, it's a special, isn't it? I don't part, think so. Part two then. Yeah, so love this first scene. We've got a little bit of uh, a little bit more gold to give you. Um, Sure, Neil of Fortune will make its way into this one as it didn't quite squeeze its way into uh, part one. Another quiz? There is another quiz. Fantastic. And uh, I'm sure there'll be loads more ramblings from two uh, divs. So, yeah, enjoy. What more do you want? (laughs) (laughs) What can you expect? Why why, why are you listening? (laughs) Um, Yeah, first scene though, you're right. It is, it probably, it could be one of the best in the whole episode. It's not, it's not golden, is it? The episode four what we would consider like the quotes and the things we can throw out on social media it's um it's a slightly different one in that sense isn't it because it is the big finale yeah it's it's got a completely different tone i think to a lot of the other episodes because it's not it's almost like it it's not relying on the comedy it's relying on finishing up the story which i suppose is what it does so yeah, that's what can't, can't really argue so with that's that. what happens at the end <laughs> going back to the matches that he's been sent there seems to be a lot of them <laughs> yeah well, he's paid money for it, hasn't he? So, is it three three matches and then he pays for the rest? Ah, uh, it's three uh, introductions. Yeah. So they've probably got a database, haven't they? Just gone. Here's a new mug. Mm. Just send them everyone, and he just gets to pick three to be introduced to. Mm. Interesting. Yep. Um, obviously, what we're doing at the moment is just a uh, no. Sorting the ladies that the agency have sent me into yes and no piles. The one what well, these are the matches they've come up with. Um, quite a lot of choice, which is good. Um, and uh, I get three free introductions uh, for the money I've already paid. I just don't. I've never understood this dating sort of setup. I just couldn't. I can't imagine it. I it can't know. be any different to Tinder, though. Surely. Well, it's only literally the same thing. You're only matched on a certain number of. Yeah, but are, are, are there not like algorithms and things that you can do to find people that statistically are more likely to like each other? But then who, who actively is like it with someone because of all the things that they say they are? So well, this is where you get the difference because they say opposites attract. 
but Brent says it himself. Similar. That's probably where we get on. Probably where we get on. So, <laughs> which school of thought are you looking at there? You know, is is Brent right or who knows? Well, I don't. I don't In the know. way of love, do opposites attract? I'm not sure. Um, What's opposite? Mm. I mean, I'm a nice guy, so I'm gonna go marry a prick. Yeah. Not a not a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> not there's anything wrong with that. That's one not me and that bloke. It's not me. Better than that bloke would sound. He's a prick. <laughs> one in ten, apparently. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe you know we'll save that for the love podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the um, forty. Look at those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny that he kind of goes he goes along with it, and then he remembers he's on telly again. <laughs> it's like ah yeah, and then Neil, here he comes. He's, he he looks a lot different in this than he does in the series, I think. And in this, he's got that real sarky smugness. That he's, got, he's got a nice new coat. Armani, probably. <laughs> I like that. Um, Winter, though, isn't it? Winter coat. Um, but yeah, he's definitely. I think he's grown tired of him, hasn't he? He's what I mean. He's right. Why is he there? Mm. Why is Brent there? But he's. Putting up for it for Christmas, maybe. Okay. Comes to the party. Maybe think, he's thinking one more. That's it. I think he's looking for that one last mug off. Yeah. <laughs> and if he can mug him off at the Christmas party. When his date hasn't one, shown up. One big bang. In front of all of his mm. so called friends. Yeah, it's a good shout. Wonder whether it'll happen for him. Everybody, if I can have your attention, please. Short announcement. Gareth with an announcement. That whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done that where you're in public and you've gone to do the whistle even with fingers? I can't and do that. Done it. I'd love to be able to do that. I've failed a few times and looked a bit of an idiot. A lot of the time because I've got something in my right hand, so I'm right-handed, but I can only do the whistle with my right hand. Mm. And then I've got, right, I've got something in my right hand, so I'm going to go for it left-handed. And I can mm. never do it. That is one of those, you know, you have those skills in life that you wish you could do. I'd love to be able to do that long, loud, high-pitched whistle, but with just, you know, people do it just with their mouth. Oh, yeah, without, yeah. Exactly, without do it, exactly. It's like what, what Gareth tried to do. Yeah. Even the one with the fingers is pretty cool. I think but, you have to be a dog walker. Mm. I think as soon as you've got a dog, those whistles start working. Or a shepherd. <laughs> um, Same thing. But yeah, are there any other skills like that that... Send them in. You can think of what, what skills would you like to have? Do you know uh, just like sure? Look, we've gone a bit blue, Peter. <laughs> There's just like little little things that. What superpower would you have? You'd love to be really good at. Um, off the top of my head, you've 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 thrown me a little bit. Uh, I'd quite like to be able to. Um. I I I think like a weird one like a beer bottle opener with my eye socket or something like that yeah, without causing it. me any damage or yeah, exactly. you know, long term illness trouble. those like, little skills yeah. that are quite impressive but are meaningless really yeah um, yeah or magic yeah like to be able to do loads of magic tricks that'd be quite cool I mean I could learn that I suppose but you could it's effort isn't it? yeah yeah the reason women wear necklaces is to draw attention to the breasts I don't. No, I mean subconsciously. 
sort of way. No, I don't. I wear this because my mother gave it to me before she died. Yeah, well, I mean, she probably wore it to draw attention to hers, but I mean... Sorry, can we not talk about my dead mother's breasts? Yeah. So one point I've got to make about um, the whole dating thing and the matches. And I don't mean to sound horrible. Oh, uh, here we go. But if she is on the <laughs> yes split, yes pile, I'd hate to see the, the nose. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's subjective, isn't it? There's someone um, for everyone. I'm sure she's a really lovely lady. Um, yeah. Um, nice necklace. Although, in my opinion, he's only trying to teach her a bit of, a bit of nature, you know, and she's taking it completely the wrong way. It's uh, yeah, she's a bit, uh, a bit tight, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, she needs to loosen, chill out, you know. Trust him. Yeah, it's what, he, it's what, it's what he, does. he does. But I don't know. I think it's an it's an awkward. Uh, First date reference. You're wearing that necklace because you want to draw attention to your breasts. Yeah. Do you know the, the first bit? Not so bad. The second bit when he starts about being bent over and yeah, <laughs> it's the hand gestures. Yeah, I kind of get that then. <laughs> but he has to he has to go through with the explanation, which kind of makes sense. I'm not sure if it's anthropo- anthropologically correct, um, but it sounds Attenborough. Well, he says anthropology, doesn't he? Yeah. Ooh, I know big um, words. But yeah, it does. I mean, it sounds feasible. I'd say so. There's got to be some sort of sexual drive towards breasts. So yeah, I'll take that. Mm, my only. I mean, as Carl Pilkington famously said when they talked about this on XFM, when Ricky explained this scene to him about how men like breasts because it reminds them of buttocks, his famous words were, "Well, if it's all about the ass." Why don't gays like a bit of tip? I'm <laughs> <laughs> actually nervous about seeing everyone again. I mean, I am conscious that I'm going to have to answer the same question about 30 times because, you know, I'm the one that's been away for a couple of years and um, and I just want to go in and go, right, we're back and, you know, it's been lovely weather out there and we've done lots of sunbathing. I'm not going to be an illustrator and they haven't made me mad yet. Dawn's back. Um, sounds like she's sort of maybe resigned herself that she's not going to be an illustrator after all and without necessarily explicitly saying it blaming Lee a little bit I reckon well there was no real explanation was there it was you know circumstances and time and yeah and, yeah I think we all know that's the reason though isn't it he's obviously not happy with her doing anything really that isn't practical yeah it's absolutely probably, I think why she's quite keen to come back but I think the um, yeah the illustrator thing's always been a bit of a backstory, isn't it, for Dawn? And you kind of don't realise how important it is until this episode. Now mm. it's the it's really is a dream, and it might be the clincher that you know makes a change of mind later on. I don't know, might happen. I don't know, might happen. We'll see. But she's back. Got that awkward sort of. What do you say to people you go back and see it work? It's just yeah. yeah. After that moment where you go, oh, I recognise you, and then ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I got nothing to say. Well, a lot of the time when you're at work, you have to kind of think of things to say anyway, don't you? So for two, if you have a two-year break or whatever it is, um, well, yeah, it makes makes a massive difference. It's weird at work. Day to day is kind of you just talk, you just talk nonsense, or you talk normally, mm. I guess, about work, but. 
there's there's that common ground while you're both working there. Yeah. Um, or you, the group of you is. You got private jokes about Neil and Gareth, I'm sure. But yeah, you, it's just got, like going back. I just don't don't know why anyone would do there's it. There's a there's a difference in not having anything to say and not wanting to speak to people. Because <laughs> I think technically there's lots that she could say. Oh, you know, we live in America. It's really nice. Blah blah blah. What they get up to. Lots of stuff that you could have an interesting conversation about. But the fact that she doesn't want to be there. Speaking to these people, yeah, she, that's a good in, chance. In essence, she's only really back to see Tim. Yeah, um, and that that is really clear from the scene where she's sort of looking at him for that kind of get me out, uh, get yeah, me out, sort of come and save me type of thing. And then finally, the common ground and saviour comes in the way of being able to go and take the piss out of Gareth. Yeah, Gareth's not short stuff the same. I bet she's been looking forward to that. To be fair, yeah, I think you're probably right. It, this scene as well brings up another thing I was thinking about was that awkward moment when it's it could be people at work it could be people that you've not seen for a while people especially that you don't know all that well if they in fact especially with a woman if you were to see a woman oh, that you used to work with sexist no no I'll let, you, carry you, on. you see a woman that you used to work with and it was like, all friendly um, and she came in and went for the kind of the kiss on the cheek. What what do you do there? Do you, do you, do you kiss the cheek? Do you kind of like do that weird thing where you kind of like just touch cheeks? Do you go in, not touch at all, and just go, mwah? You... <laughs> this is a particular bugbear of mine because uh, I've, I've got one of those regrets where you think about it probably every other day <laughs> but it's minimal really in terms of the overall aspect of your actual life but yeah I was at a meeting very important meeting had lunch with a, a client a uh, female client and we went in for the the cuddle kiss blah 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 yeah um, and I ended up getting it wrong and just sort of it was a really soft like rubbish kiss because I didn't <laughs> commit <laughs> and I can still remember that moment and just think, oh, and then I think, I think she was stunned. And then I remember pretending that someone outside had fallen off a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh yeah, the, oh, guys just fell off his bike out there and just changed the subject. Where was this kiss? Uh, London. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where, was it? Was it like on the lips? No. Did, did the you like both go the, the same way? And no, we went, we went in for a little cuddle and I, 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 I thought the meeting had gone better than she did, oh, no, clearly. There wasn't supposed to be a kiss. I don't know. It definitely wasn't supposed to be one See, like that. this is why when I have my own office, I'm going to impose a fist bumps only. <laughs> There's going to be none of that. No, Not even shaking hands, because shaking hands is a minefield. Nothing worse than a limp handshake. It's oh, just... Well, yeah, you can't. I mean, it's. I would rather someone punch me in the balls than give me a limp handshake. I think my, that was what my kiss was the uh, the kiss equivalent of a limp handshake. Oh, it's even worse. It was, yeah. The contact was too long. It was too soft. I didn't too do long. the. Mwah. I just, uh, I just, I got it all wrong. You basically licked her neck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I've just got out of jail, and uh, <laughs> I've not been invited back. Hashtag but, me too. Yeah. <laughs> you make a good point. Yeah, it's yeah. an awkward one. But something funnier, 
and something yeah. that I'm sure Dawn would probably be looking forward to um, is the taking the piss out of Gareth. Definitely right there. So let's just say you've taken him prisoner, you're doing a full body search, you find something hard, you can feel it, you know what it is. Do you just say to him, I know you've got a big weapon, give it to me now, or...? <laughs> I'm not going to ask him, I'm right. just like to just get it out myself. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's genius. It's a great one, this one. Even, even though he's the boss, there's no, there's no authority there. Well, he's, you know, he's so kind of embedded in his territorial army days that he can't see through it, can he? Mm. He knows. Uh, even though they're all about benders and jokes and things like that, he's just not, not having it. What's that? It's just a little sketch of me. Dawn's a bit of an artist, you know. It's not very accurate. Your nose is much bigger than that. Here we are then. Anne. She's in. I don't like Anne. The first meeting. Yeah. No, she's a knobhead. Well, I think we've said Frank it before, me. but yeah. yeah. Um, give us your best Anne insult. What would you call her? Oh, you can't. <laughs> what would you say? Um, Go on. It's, it's tough. Yeah. It, uh, I'd, I'd call her a big nose cunt. Big nose cunt. Yeah. Oh, it's strong. Fuck off, Anne, you big nose cunt. She's the new Malcolm, isn't she? New uh, series, series two's Malcolm. Series two's Malcolm. Oh, big nose cunt. Well, that's probably a bit strong. That's aggressive. She's just annoying. I don't know what it is, but yeah, she really annoys me. Not a fan. Now she, you're not a fan of Anne. <laughs> she's um. No. Yeah, she's a bit of a knob, and I don't think in this scene it's necessary. I think that's the worst thing is she's annoying but in this scene she's sort of unnecessarily spiteful yeah it's just the whole uh, pointless stories it's not very accurate your nose is much bigger well yeah pertinent drawing there so Dawn is sketching Tim out Um, I thought it looked quite good I mean maybe Anne's got a point it's not very accurate but is it you know a bit of insightful analysis yeah is it how Dawn sees Tim you know Perfection. Should we get an insightful she... analysis, Bell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like the insightful <laughs> analysis, Bell. Um, so, yeah, is the picture that Dawn is drawing of Tim uh, deliberately um, improved and enhanced to make Tim look better than he actually does because of the way that Dawn sees him? That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Um, I personally just think he looks a bit like him. <laughs> I think it's quite a good doodle. Yeah. Do you think she actually drew it? As think in, Lucy Davis is a bit of an artiste, or someone must have drawn it. Someone. Yeah, that's very true. Some, <laughs> someone has drawn it. Um, uh, the, the insightful analysis. Didn't that <laughs> Do we need to ring the insightful analysis off as well? <laughs> to so when it ends and we're back to the nonsense. It, it wouldn't be any point. We'd be constantly doing it. <laughs> yeah. True. Would um, I don't know. Is she known as an artist? I don't know. I think that's. I think. That's, uh, yeah. I wouldn't have thought so. We probably don't need to go down that particular rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll maybe see if that picture. It's an insight. It's important. It's an insight into and being a knob, and I wonder if she'll get her comeuppance. <laughs> don't it's know. Nice little setups. So I like it. <laughs> Um, she says we're wearing a white chiffon scarf to help me spot her. So, um, oh, for fuck's David? Huh? Yep. Yeah. Hiya. To the blind date. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. 
Um, um, it's just a brilliant scene. And again, one we use, we say a lot of these, but on the socials, yeah. so many times you can just clip that in. Yeah, of course. Like, uh, just iconic. My question about this to you... Here we go. ...is, have you ever had a blind date? Nope. And have you ever had... Well, the second one was, have you ever had, <laughs> ever had a, bla- a bad blind date? Obviously not. Yeah. I've done something similar. I remember once... A, this was years ago, on Plenty of Fish, so it was a classy oh, one. Oh, man, that's, that's a long time ago. I agreed to meet a girl. What were you doing on Plenty of Fish? I'm single. Yeah, but plenty of fishes for like it's for scumbags. It's a bit of a struggle, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what but, is it? I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I might have just yeah, made a sweeping generalisation. It's but, a disgrace. Yeah. Um, but I arranged to meet a girl, and when we got to the place I was supposed to meet her, I saw her. She came up and said, "Hi, oh, are you Steve?" And I said, "No, I'm on the way." You literally just did that offer. <laughs> yeah, quite, quite literally, and it was kind of a. Are you Steve? No. Don't want about. <laughs> no. No. And then just left. And I felt quite bad about it. But then, uh, didn't you know I have to send a photo in beforehand? So she had a well. She must have had a vague idea to come and find you. Yeah, they're profile pictures. You didn't fucking do it by <laughs> mail. <laughs> I don't know. Did it by post. So surely she would know it was you. I know. She must have known it was you. Yeah, that's that's the thing. She can, she obviously would have known it was me. Yeah. But, if and I just gone, if nah. I <laughs> if I was in that position and I went up to a girl and said, "Oh, you're right," and she went, "No, it's not me," I'd feel like crying. Yeah, because I mean, oh, don't. It's making me feel bad. You should feel really bad. What you should have said is and been honest, because ladies like honesty. And it should have been, "Hi, yes, I am Steve, um, but having met you in person, I'm no longer interested you're in continuing." You're a fucking disgrace. And uh, I'll be going home now. <laughs> I mean, not even to stay for a drink. At least Brent stays and has a drink just in case, you know. Yeah. They're normally a bit jolly, aren't they? I oh, know, but I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, Steve's a bastard. That's me. Married now, though, aren't you? So you're happy? Yeah. Oh, do we need to tell? Did you want to be <laughs> Just in case. Never know. <laughs> for all the groupies. Yeah, yeah we'll um, cut that out. Pound for pound, there's more sugar in a lemon than a strawberry. Well, I wouldn't know if that was true or not. Wow, well, you would, because I just told you it is, and I'm not a liar. No, 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 look it up when you get home. This scene nicely leads us on to a quiz. Banging. Love a quiz. So a special quiz. In this, in this scene, Brent gives us two facts. One was <laughs> that cows have four stomachs. They do. Interesting fact. Yeah. Um, I did consider did consider doing a animal stomach quiz, but <laughs> it didn't really work. Yeah, that's not going to go very um, far. But the second one with pound for pound, there's more sugar in a lemon than a strawberry. There is. Um, so essentially, I've created a quiz as ever, <laughs> um, and it's around. Uh, sugar content in fruit (laughs) and it's fantastic it's going to be in the usual play your cards right style Uh, ah play your fruits right or play your sugars right play your sugars right I'm going to call it buzzing okay so we'll start off with a lemon how how much sugar per 100 grams 
is in a lemon. Although, I will start out by saying, in- <laughs> interestingly, is the, it the figures that I found don't correlate to the Gervais fact. Oh, Stuart's inquiry. Yeah, from what I've found, Brent is wrong with this one. Ah, okay. Starting to doubt whether how many stomachs cows have got. To be fair, <laughs> but anyway. Oh, we'll forget about that. That is interesting because I was pretty sure it was right. But um, per hundred grams, a lemon has got two point five grams of sugar. Right. Okay. Apparently. Um. So, is that higher or lower than a kiwi? A kiwi, I would suggest, is probably. You'd expect that if a well, you've just said it doesn't correlate. But my logic would be, if a lemon's more than a strawberry, I'd say a strawberry was similar to a kiwi. It's quite water-based. Okay. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go... The l- l- lemon is higher. A kiwi has got nine grams <sighs> of sugar. Really? Nine grams? Apparently so. I mean, everyone's learning something today. Yeah. Learning and enjoying Laughing. the fun. <laughs> So, you've got a kiwi, nine grams. Nine grams. What about an apple? Or, uh, I don't know. Is it um, any it's a, particular it's, it's, type an, it's an apple. What's your G- favourite apple? G- generic pink lady, obviously. Yeah, good, strong. I thought you'd be like a Granny Smith nonce or something. Uh, if, you, if you listen to this <laughs> and your favourite <laughs> apple is a Golden Delicious, <laughs> throw it in the bin... And then getting after it. They're not, that's not a proper apple. Yeah, you might as well eat crab apples. Oh, disgusting. Go uh, I'm going to go more in the apple. It's got 10 grams. Yes. One extra. Come on. Come on. Um, okay. How about a banana? Ooh, interesting. Um, I'm going to go less in the banana. A banana's got more. 12 grams I can't even work this out as to <laughs> like what what the taste would do or anything there's no it's a difficult quiz yeah I'm just guessing here um, next one lime oh not a fruit you'd eat I mean like regularly it's quite sour in that kind of citrus lemon vibe Oh, is it the same? I'm going to go back down to the 9 grams, same as a lemon. Lemon's got 2.5 grams. Oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, back down to 2.5 for the lemon. It has got less. Yes. It's got 1.7 grams. Oh, less than the lemon. Interesting. Mm. Uh, next one, a pineapple. Oh, it's got to be more. Got to be back up there. Straight in there. Yeah. I reckon the lime is like when you get a 2 in the cards. Mm. It, yeah. It's the banker. A pineapple is 10 grams. Oh, fucking hell. Um, strawberry here we go then well we know a lemon's got more apparently you've told me they're wrong it doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't really help you with this so it's going to be somewhere in between two and a half and ten I'm going to go not necessarily what do you reckon well I didn't yeah. say it's, I didn't say it's got less than a pineapple did I oh, I just thought I'd try and phase you <laughs> so it's more than the pineapple <laughs> It's more than a lemon. I've given you that clue. Yeah. Which is 2.5. I'm going to go, it's more than the pineapple. 
I'll say we're maxing out on the strawberry. It's 4.9. You phased me with the... Gervais got it wrong. And the last one, watermelon. Oh, very watery. Will that be very sugary? Is there a link? Who knows? Um, It's got to be more than strawberry, though. Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll go a little bit more. A little bit more. Is around, the, more... around the six grams. Six grams. Yes. On the money. Do you get bonus points for getting them on the nose or? Uh, no. No. Okay. Um, well, you've got four out of seven there. Well, I've had a really good day. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, a thoroughly enjoyable quiz. Well, you haven't won, so fuck off. Well, it's one of them though. Everyone at home or in the car or wherever you are, um, when you're at your next fruit party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what's that? You got a watermelon? <laughs> Six grams of sugar in that, but hundred grams of weight. So, you know, learning knowledge. and laughing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well done. It's not a trick, is it? Good quiz. <laughs> I'm not getting in one. <laughs> is that me? I can't say. Is it me though? Um. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Is that me, Jane? I can't say. If it's the secret centre. Yeah. Do you do that in um, your office? An office staple, I think, isn't it? Yeah. We do do it, um, but it's not It's not the best subscribed or... Everyone, everyone tries to be a little bit funny, but you kind of end up... Because I think the chaos of Christmas, and you're sort of buying for your actual friends and family, and men are notoriously bad at it anyway, you end yeah. up going, oh, shit, I forgot to get some... You've got a price limit. It's yeah, just got- going buy some I don't know normally just a fucking note in the envelope I, I got the missus to sort it out last year good strong um, I think genuinely though I think our I think our limit was a fiver or a tenner or something I would probably enjoy just a fiver or a tenner in a yeah I just, yeah get yourself a drink mate enjoy um, it I think I got a cup and some chocolate last year yeah it's always stuff like that cups and it there's the odd like Mugs and whatever. sex Sex joke or something like that. But oh, I wouldn't, wouldn't get that in my place. Too professional. Too professional. Yeah. <laughs> Shame, really. Not strong enough relationship. Well, we've got not enough. You know, morale. We've got, we've got this Christmas. I might try and spice things up a little bit. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, don't give it away. No secret, isn't it? So why is that? What is your secret? You know, I've been meaning to ask. Well, men get turned on by what they see, uh-huh. but women get turned on by what they hear. Right. I always make sure the woman hears the right thing. Yeah? So what, what do you do when you're a-wooing and you sing to them? Or? No. I very tenderly explain to them that I will guarantee them at least one orgasm. See, Tim getting some sex tips from Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Would you take sex tips from Keith? Um, I'd take sex, sex tips from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Need all the help I can get. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, just take a notepad out with you, just in case. Yeah, I'll just yeah. randomly go up and ask people. Yeah. Oh, mate, got a sex tip. Can I show it? <laughs> you got any sex tips? Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on what you said? Men turned on by what they see. Women turned on by what they hear. Maybe we could run a poll. <sighs> see, is that true? <laughs> my, my, first, my first thought after hearing that was, what about deaf women? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, deaf women are turned on by what you're signing. 
<laughs> is that technically what they hear? It's well, no, because they can't. They can't hear. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, we're not offending anyone. Oh, They're not listening, are they? Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> oh, made myself laugh. Are we going to get the? Are we going to get this signed? <laughs> <laughs> it's all that. <laughs> it's all that now, isn't it? <laughs> uh, anyway. No. Oh, I enjoyed um, that. Uh, sorry, anyway, no. Uh we're we're fully um supportive of of deaf people. So yeah, it's not a laughing matter. Yeah. Please don't make fun of the disabled. <laughs> Good. Bless them. Um, um, talking of uh, Keith and Tim in the staff room. Yeah. We haven't done a staff room for a while. It is should a special. We, should we go? Should we pop in? See yeah. what's been going on this week? Let's do it. So here we are. Nice little break. Um, what's been going on? Anything uh, caught your eye this week? Any weird um, news? Any funny headlines? I'd say the story that's got me um, is anti-sex toilets will soak users with water jets and sound alarm. <laughs> um, anti-sex toilets? Yeah. They're just sort of like prudish toilets. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Fair um, enough. It's a seaside town in Wales. Of course it is. It's always a seaside um, and it sounds like they've been getting <laughs> a lot of people shagging in the toilets. Why do they go so, in toilets? I suppose there's an element of privacy, but yeah. I mean, it's a shitty element of privacy. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's not where I'd want to be. But it said that they're going to install these toilets, and it will stop sexual activity by spraying amorous occupants with water and sounding an alarm. So basically, they've got heat, uh, weight-sensitive floors, and uh, it can sense whether there's more than one person in there at a time. That's pretty clever. It is, but there's there's what far, if, there's what far, if you do like? I mean, obviously we've got toddlers. What if you go in with your exactly? With your kid? There's far too many drawbacks. No, like, I don't go into. <laughs> oh, I have him go to the toilet. Oh. Just to get that clear. Um, but what what about fat people? <laughs> <laughs> that what? that's my concern. Surely it's surely it detects the. It's not the overall weight, is it? Surely it'd be the number of feet on the floor, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, no. Surely it would. What if you're carrying a chair around? <laughs> but why? How, like, no, I'm not having it. There's no way it'd be weight, surely. It has to, it has to be weight. You can't. <laughs> so, like, a... what if you bend over and do an impromptu bit of yoga? Well, you yeah. say... all of a sudden, what they're going to have to do is they'll get savvy to this and have to piggyback in. Yeah, exactly. And it'll be like, sit up on the sinks, don't touch the floor. Yeah, that's the thing. There's It's, it's got, there's, surely. Otherwise, you, there's going to be people bursting in <laughs> on fat blokes. Yeah. <laughs> just popped in for a shit. <laughs> it comes out soaked. <laughs> With an alarm. Yeah, the last thing you want is <laughs> for you to be a, a bigger person going in Busting for a shit, you sit down. Oh god, oh relief! Only for a fucking whoop, whoop. alarm to start going off, and then for the door to slowly open, and you to be fucking exposed like you're a prize on bullseye. Here's what you could have won. You can't be a bit bully, and just some big fat geezer there, just like 
<laughs> oh man, soaked yeah. because it. Oh, oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Or even worse, what you're shagging. Yeah, the thing is, you thinking about it. What's worse, that or two fat people shagging? <laughs> yeah, if there's two of them. There's four feet, four hooves. Getting <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, harsh again. Talking of hooves. Um, <laughs> nice nice link um, I've seen a headline that's uh, caught my eye this week and it's um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it out horse waits for train on South Seals metro platform <laughs> and it's just a picture of a horse at a train station <laughs> but it's not waiting for a train is it <laughs> does it say about just looking at his watch did the horse get on the train? Did he think, oh, fucking hell, my train's cancelled. I better go and have a Burger King. <laughs> oh, it's just, oh, who's put that headline Fucking together? hell. And then the first line of the story, a horse was seen waiting for the train. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's did just it, there. Did it have a wild bean cafe? He's <laughs> <laughs> got a rucksack on. <laughs> he's got his trainers on because he's going to get the bike on the other end. Yeah, fair enough. And then enough. he'll put his smart shoes on when he gets to work. <laughs> oh, but it's just... I mean, that's news. With everything that's going on, the world's gone to an absolute to mess, in, and that in, is news. Yeah, in fairness, that's the kind of news that I could watch. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to scroll through and see if I can get a quote from someone. See if there's anyone who's... Uh, uh. <laughs> a spokesman from Nexus said that the situation was now under control. <laughs> um, that's good. That's brilliant. Good, good to know that staff are dealing with it. Yeah. Horse, horses catching trains. It's better than some of the, the general horrible stuff, though, isn't it? Bit like, bit like relief. Yeah, that's and that's what the staff room's for, isn't it? Yeah. Just to you know get some fun out there, diss some fat people, and uh, I've just seen I've just trains. seen a story there. Passenger got twenty eight grand payout because they possibly slipped on pigeon poo. <laughs> the the possibly <laughs> yeah. is an interesting one. Now, I've recently tried to return some goods to a store. I'm doing some work on my bathroom and trying to get that those damaged parts replaced was ridiculous. <laughs> so if people are getting nearly 30k just for possibly slipping on poo, I mean, what's going on? Let's have a look. Let's, let's see what's going on. This is live. They, I mean. they fell over at Paddington train station. Okay. So, this is... This is live podcasting. Yeah. We're basically Joe Rogan. Wow. He's Ish. got that, he's got, um, what's his name, isn't he, to do all the clicking for him? Yeah. Jamie. We haven't got a Jamie yet. If you want to be yeah. our Jamie. Yeah. You know, email him. Sure. We'll have a think. A total of more than 950,000 was paid out by Network Rail for 290 claims over the past five years for slips, trips and falls resulting in compensation claims at the 20 stations it manages in England and Scotland. There you go. Now, I'm thinking we can all have a little piece of this. <laughs> yeah, between you Guys, and us. Let's let's get some work, right? We must cover the breadth of the UK between all of our listeners and ourselves. Uh, I often commute on the train. I, I can, know you do. I can check the um, the analytics See yeah. where we've got people, and I think there's a there's a nice bit of bunts yeah. to be earned in this. Uh, here we go. Is some of the top stations. Uh, a passenger slipped on an uneven surface while walking towards the train at Euston. Seventeen thousand. Seventeen uh, grand. A large puddle of water caused the passenger to slip while crossing a bridge at Leeds. Ten grand. Ten grand. Ten grand. 
and a passenger here was seen uh, walking into a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Just the six grand for that. Ugh. The lowest amount was yeah. ten pound after a passenger suffered personal injury and damage. Messing, messing to, to suit, suit when they slipped on ice. <laughs> ten quid. Ten quid. Where's a suit from for ten quid? Oh God, you remember? Oh, it's not. That's off the pay. Imagine that they had a slip. They're thinking, I'll tell you what, I'm in here. <laughs> if you're rubbing their hands. Their hands together. Yeah. yeah. Here's a tenner. Tenner. Here's a tenner. Mate. Fuck off. Yeah. Well. It says we've got uh, Victoria Station was the most successful claims. Uh, London, Waterloo, Leeds, Euston and Liverpool Street. So, there we go. Information. So, Get yourselves onto those, any of those stations. Those in London form. are laughing there. Yeah. Well, makes sense, doesn't it? Most people, most claims. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the staff room. Well, we better get back to work to earn some money, but I mean, it won't be for much longer because we'll be rolling in claims. Money. I'm off. I'm off down to Victoria Station. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pop your flip flops on. What's his name? Nelson. Where's his eye patch? No, not after Horatio Nelson. After Nelson Mandela, the great leader, who they locked up just because he was black. I am. Brent's got a dog. Brent with Nelson. Horatio. No, no. Named after the great leader. Nelson Mandela. Locked him up just because he was black. <laughs> Ooh. Racist. Uh, it's brilliant. Even you, even names his dog just to get some sort of intellectual one-upmanship on everyone. To, yeah. Not, uh, nice dog, though. It is a nice dog, to be fair. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know, it's definitely got that that vibe of uh, sort of trying to do literally every last tactic to try and be popular. <laughs> what? If you had to think of a man or an owner for a dog, I mean, he's on the road, he works late nights, he's away from home a lot. Yeah. He's not going to be a good... He lives in Slough. I mean, not that's but the worst people, people in Slough not allowed dogs. Well, I can't imagine it's a nice place to walk a dog. Europe's largest largest trading estate. Yeah, pop pop around the trading estate with a dog. Any nice parks in Slough? I've got no idea. Never been to Slough. Our Slough knowledge is not good, but maybe we can improve that. Let's go. Well, there is the the plan in place for potentially the Brent pub crawl. The pub crawl finishing in Slough at one of the many parks. Maybe (laughs) bring a dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the pub crawl could. Uh, we tweeted it out the other day, didn't we? Uh, the actual response is very positive, so it looks like we might be able to get it on. Um, not quite sure on the timing. Probably nearer towards Christmas, maybe. Could even do it as part of the Christmas do. Christmas do, yeah. We'll get a bus, um, and we'll hit all the pubs from basically Reading to Slough, isn't it? Winners, Winners, Taplow. Perfect. Yeah. We'll Burfield. If we get enough, uh, if we get enough people, um, then essentially we'll basically just do a big pub crawl, won't we? Yeah, that'd be great. We've got a few different stops that we'd look to go to, and we'd uh, we'd make sure one of the absolute musts would be to get a kettle and try and fling it over as many pubs as possible. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. That, Everyone bring a kettle. Yeah. Um, bring your kettles. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see which flies better. Yeah. I mean, 
Is it Russell Hobbs? Kenwood? Are you going to go copper? Are you going to go plastic? What's metal? the most robust? You know? Exactly. It's a study, you know. We're making it highbrow with <laughs> fun, you know, getting the job done whilst having a laugh. Uh, if you are interested in this incredible pub tour, uh, just give us a shout uh, at outofofficepod underscore on Twitter or outofofficepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us an email and... Yeah, he wants to go for a drink yeah, with us. We need we need to have the need to have the numbers before we start organising anything, don't we? So if you well, are interested, yeah. get in touch. Yeah, if it's just one, then yeah, it's a bit tragic, a bit, bit weird. Yeah, I mean, save on the bus though. <laughs> take one cup. A bit, a bit like, you know, who wants to go for a drink with us? Um, it looks like Brent. Brent's in the same position. Not too many people. Necessary fancy going for a drink with him either. Oh, political news, everyone. Break. Interest in development. I've been barred from coming here to see you, friends, by the powers that be that deem it I undermine the regime because they're scared. So, can't stop me seeing you after work though. Who wants to go for a drink tomorrow to show? Yeah? Yeah, it's a bit sad, isn't it? He gets booted out by Neil, which, in Neil's defence, probably yeah. rightly so. Yeah, I mean, um... you wouldn't want people popping in your office with dogs randomly who don't work there anymore, I think. As much as Neil's become a little bit aggressive towards Brent in this last episode, I think he's probably got a point there. Yeah, it is a, it is a bit unnecessary bringing a... What type of dog is it? <laughs> a Labrador. I would say, a bit unnecessary bringing a Labrador into the office, <laughs> um, especially for a chat. Just for a chat. Um, yeah, no, no dropping him. So, yeah. And he's come out. But is, for a drink list. is that because... He's undermining the regime because they're scared. <laughs> <Not a> regime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. But Tim, we see a bit of like Tim's character there, don't we? As soon as yeah. Anne pipes up, no one wants to go for a meeting with you. No one wants to yeah, have a meeting with you. Tim's like, yeah, I'll do it. That again shows how I'm much of it Anne is a knob. Um, there's no need to mug him off that badly. He's already been shown up a little bit. Don't need, no need to rub it in. Fair play to Tim on that one. I don't know if we need to ring the insightful analysis bell again, um, but I'm thinking that maybe uh, because oh, we're actually going to ring it. Of course. Wow. Oh, hang on then. I'll save my insightful analysis for the actual bell to ring. Um, oh, here we go. Fantastic. Um, do we see that Anne is the one that kicks off at Brent? because she didn't work with him and therefore it's one of his old team the old gang that comes to his defence because they know him and love him from the past and that's a good point you know are we seeing a kind of the old gang versus the new gang do you ever get that in any old offices you go to I've never had it where I've been in when there's been such a divide everyone's kind of like I'd imagine most places everyone kind of drips in Trips in. Yeah, <laughs> that was when I worked in that swimming pool. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think there, there has been times when there's been loyalty towards a previous boss, and a new boss has come in and said they were shit, and there's been a kind of a. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen them. But nothing necessarily like this. Well, fair enough. I rang the bell. Maybe it was premature. <laughs> I'm sure we'll see it again. Uh, plastic bottles, 
underpants. One bloke threw a pair of Y-fronts, hit me in the face, yeah? And I knew it was Nutella or Marmite, he'd smudged on the gusset. But it was still him going, that's what we think of you, mate. You're shit. These club appearances aren't going very well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's been booted out, barred from his office. And then he's, uh, he's lobbing T-shirts out with a big smile on his face. And he gets smashed in the head. <sighs> And then, it's not great, is it? Yeah, I think he's reached the right conclusion. He doesn't want to do him anymore. I think it's probably fair. If yeah. that doesn't break you, nothing I, is. I want to know, sort of, how how long after this? Is this t- it's two years since the documentary, isn't it? Three, isn't it? Three. Yeah. Because three years on. Three years on. These days, I don't. I don't think this is necessarily. One for the insightful analysis, Bell. Well, we'll, we'll, but, we'll let uh, you know. But these days, that. these days, if you're on TV, you know, you're you're in and out, and that's it. You wouldn't know half the celebrities that were hot three years ago on most reality TV yeah, shows. Yeah, you do your you do your rounds on Celebrity Juice. You get on um, probably I don't know. Do some sort of like you do this morning release a or single. something like that. Yeah, that's it. It's, but unless yeah. you get a presenter's job, then that's it. You're out. It's, I'm, I'm sure there's there's all sorts of programs now. There's so many channels and so much choice that reality TV personalities are ten a penny, aren't they? Yeah, I guess maybe that's a, a testament to its age. So yeah, it's there a wasn't a, the Office, the next yeah. series, and the next series, and the next series for the old ones to get forgotten. Su- Brent su- could live on. I suppose back then as well, it was all um, there wasn't as much choice. And when you were on TV, it was still seen as quite a big thing. I don't know about you, I've been on TV. Have you? How oh, have we got through nearly two series and I, you haven't said that yet? Well, I don't like to talk about it, do I? Well, we could have put that on the the, the front or something. <laughs> TV star. Uh, so what did you do? Uh, he doesn't want to tell anyone now. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have mentioned this. You didn't trip up at a train station, did you? Uh, no. No? Um, I was on Funhouse. <laughs> That's not true, surely. It's not. No. Um, Imagine. I saw. I, I was on TV. I was interviewed in America. Oh. On for for a news channel. That's it. I'm uh, hard. Were you on American telly? Yeah. Oh, is that better? Hollywood. Basically, it's a. It's a <laughs> you said that, not me. Effect, effectively, Hollywood. Um, have we ever seen it aired? Is it something that we can YouTube? Oh, it wouldn't have been over here. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, but there might be like news archives over there that we can get hold of. I'll see what I can do. We'll dig it out. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> In fact, I'm actually, I've, hard to dig this out. I have been on TV over here as well. It's fucking massive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Two and, appearances. And, and the over here, I was on. I was on the national lottery, <laughs> right? Because. Uh, my dad charity case my dad used to co-own a go-kart track <laughs> in London Docklands and uh, it got a cha- it got a national lottery grant so they came and filmed at the track and I was there you know all suited up supercars fantastic because <laughs> um, I genuinely am quite good at go-karting that's a little fact what happened after that take the money and um, and run or there was a there was a mysterious fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah we won't say any more about that um, I've just remembered I was on telly as well there you go I was on match of the day oh yeah as a fan not as a player <laughs> unfortunately um, 
I think it was when Cheltenham Town played Newcastle in the FA Cup. Oh yeah, I remember. And I had a giant inflatable FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Not a cock. Um, yeah, got myself on BBC much of the day. So it's a big shout. We're both world famous, and we'll leave that there. I think. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says it all, really, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, um, we're going on for the rest of this scene, and Brent saying that he didn't like the fact he got hit in the face with a pair of underpants that have been smeared with Marmite or Nutella or something. Where did he get the Marmite from? Being prepared at home. <laughs> Being prepared at home. That's a brilliant line. Um, basically, it's just. Just a couple. It's a it's a mini quiz, basically. Oh, okay, a mini quiz. Impromptu mini quiz. Like trying trying to get you catch on your toes. Yeah. You know. Okay. So it mentions Nutella. Um, How much sugar is in Nutella? <laughs> <laughs> what is the fastest time, or the world record time, for a jar of Nutella to be eaten in? <laughs> is it A two minutes twenty, B two minutes twenty two, C two minutes twenty four? I mean, there's no real time differences between them, are there? Um, two minutes is a good effort, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. But that would be breaking the world record for <laughs> 20 seconds. Like, yeah, so. all right. Ooh. 20 seconds or 22 seconds? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 224, I think. It I think it would take quite a long time to clag your way through that. <laughs> that extra four seconds. Yeah. It is two two minutes, 24. Who's done that as well? It was by an Israeli guy. Of course it was. I think. They bloody love their Nutella. Can't <laughs> <laughs> get enough of it over there. Do you want a funny story about Nutella? Go on then. Personal, uh, personal episode. Um, I went on a lad's holiday to Lorette de Mar when I was probably 18 or 19. And, uh, you know, they have like the crepe stands. Yeah. Um, they're not very good. Uh, I stole a whole pot of Nutella from it. And me and the lads... Uh, basically covered me in it when we got back to the room <laughs> not in a gay way it sounds a little it sounds a little bit homoerotic oh yeah I, one in I, ten apparently <laughs> yeah I'm regretting telling it it wasn't like that and yeah I, so basically I, what you're saying is I walked down to the pool covered in the teller basically, basically that was what, the game basically what you're saying is you went on a gay holiday <laughs> and you uh, you stole some Nutella and then you went back to the room and all your all your, your mates yes um, yeah, they covered you yeah. naked. Admits in it. Admits it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and dig out the picture so we can tweet it of me with my literal chocolate face. <laughs> oh, that's risky. Um, okay, so you're one for one with Nutella, but we all we also know that you've got it previous. Um, he's nice, having not it? Nutella's good. Nutella is yeah. nice. Um, oh, send us some in. Go on. <laughs> Who makes it? Is it? I don't know. Nutella. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll cut that out. <laughs> we love it. Bloody good um, stuff. Um, number two, marmite. Now, what is the most marmite eaten in one minute? Is it? Are we? How, what kind of? Are we going in weight or jars? If you let me finish. Sorry. 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 Is it a three hundred sixty-eight grams? Oh. B three hundred seventy-eight grams or C three hundred eighty-eight grams? How many grams are in a jar? I don't know, I don't eat my mic. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, I quite like it. So, it's it, rings true, doesn't it? it? You have it, elaborate. It's filth. <laughs> uh, what are the options again? As Keith would say. 368, 378, 388. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip it around on the Nutella one and go for the lowest. The 368, was it? 
It is three six eight. Yes, two from two. He's done well. Boy done good. But I've got no idea of what that is or what that looks like. I need to know how many grams are in a jar. Yeah, it's what a Nutella one's about three hundred, is it? Three hundred oh. I think I've got feeling Nutella, your your average medium size Nutella is three hundred, I think. Hmm. We'll find I, out. I may be wrong. But even then, 300, Still. 368 grams of Marmite Just in a Marmite, minute. Yeah. <laughs> in a minute, <laughs> minute. for yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah, that's weird. I couldn't eat that in a it's, lifetime. It's, it's thick, isn't it? It's, it's, it's fucking <laughs> horrid. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think we're going to get any Marmite sponsorships. Well, I think that's what they're going for, though, aren't they? <laughs> they want, you know, it's literally their tagline. You either love it or hate it. That's very true. Yeah. It depends what bunts there. Wow, yeah, what about the bunts? I quite fancy some now, actually. Should we get some mum out? <laughs> but, yeah, Neil will make one too many mistakes. Head office will see what I always knew, and they'll go in there, and they're marching there, and they go, right, yeah, Dave was right, right, you pissed off him, you pissed off him, right, you know, you're not the manager you think you are, okay, so get out, we made the mistake, and they drag him out by his hair, and that's when the begging starts. And then they come to me, and they go, oh, David, we've got rid of him, you were right along, can you come back, you're the man for this job, you're the best man for this job. We come back, I go, yeah, sure, how much money have you got? Because this is going to cost you. So Brent's back in his room. Looks a bit, looks a bit pissed, actually. A bit pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I that's, like I think I like this Brent. That's my radar. It's absolutely hammered. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, it's when you get the honesty, isn't it? The moan. What I like though is that obviously this is a documentary. Um, it may be that we need the bell for this again. Let me just reach because for the bell. I think this probably is generally um something that might be missed, because you think you're watching the telly. Go on, give it a ring. Let's let's do it all under the banner. Here we go. Here we go. So, he's in his hotel room. Yeah. It's a documentary. You're watching it thinking he's just talking, but who's gone in his room with him? And that's not a problem, because he's, no. he's obviously talking to the interviewer, but then he falls asleep. It's tough, isn't it? I, was, I just had the idea maybe they'd given him a camera, but I can't see that being the case. Because yeah, he's talking, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He would talk to himself, I think. Because you do, they you know you watch those shows, don't they? When they get that, their their own sort of cam, don't they? Yeah, and I, they do I, their like daily analysis. I whatever. think this would be too too ahead of its time for that, though. I mean, there's a bloke there going, David, David, <laughs> David. Oh, he's asleep. He's gone. He's snoring. He's had his radox. Yeah. So, but that's my. But that is an interesting point on the scene. This is the problem with me when I watch stuff. I think about. <laughs> I think about the behind the scenes and oh, the acting. Oh, you're so you're so deep, Sam. And I just struggle to enjoy it sometimes. Oh, oh, I'm so so woke. Oh, I'm coming up, oh. so you better get a party started. Shamo, I'm coming up, I'm coming. Oh. The pink Michael Jackson mashup there. <laughs> Shamo. Yeah, the um. Have you ever entered a room like that? I haven't, but I will on Monday. Oh. <laughs> That's how I'm going to enter the office oh, I don't on know Monday. If it's a, I don't know if it's a Monday entrance, is it? If you've had a good weekend. Well, yeah, sure. 
Why not? Make uh, Monday the new Friday. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? I can see you buzzing for that. Um, yeah, he's clearly clearly excited about the the upcoming party, and he, he in no way cares about the fact he's been banished from the mill. Yeah, he was didn't he's, want to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's, it's just getting in the way of the drinking, wasn't it? Exactly. Uh, apart he, from the fact that he opens with, I better line my stomach. <laughs> what time's the meal? What's he going to do for three hours? <laughs> uh, it is a long time, though, isn't it? That is a long time, especially when you want to be on the on the Christmas piss. If you've been piss. a big meal, that sort of that ends the night for me, really. Mm. Yeah, you don't feel like having. You don't want to be, you know. Well, it depends. They might have had a nice, you know, light light sort of buffet. Maybe. Yeah, but three hours. Like <laughs> That's a long old time for a buffet. Yeah, it's a lot of chicken legs. Mm. I don't know. I think um I think the I think the Christmas party though is obviously where he's been back allowed he's allowed back, I should say, into uh, <laughs> He's been back allowed. He's been back allowed. Um into the into the office and he's gonna make the most of it, I think. Yeah, go and check the printers. <laughs> <laughs> um Another good little cameo for uh, Mr. Merchant there. Yeah. Do you reckon they just told him, just whenever you're on, just look at the camera in an odd way, and that's it? But he, he, sort of going back, when you see, I suppose it's it's not just of the time, but when you see anyone who sees themselves on TV now, that's what people do. They look at the camera and things like that. If there's any kind of uh, camera or video and equipment around I always find it funny at um, any kind of sport event when there's the jumbotron and people <laughs> see himself and they start waving and he said I'm on there and they immediately cut off and you just think well, uh, you fucked in you that was it. <laughs> it's always the wrong angle no one ever finds out where the camera is so they're always looking at the screen which shows a side on view of yourself yeah. get your best angle out there find the camera eyeball it there you go that's the that's the that's and the trick. It's always getting. Um, I mean, you should know. You're a TV star. Well, exactly. Um, all I'd say is. <laughs> all I'd say. Here we go. No, for those for those. Um, there's four different genres of uh, crowd or audience <laughs> person. Okay. So they go for the the stereotype is the the fans going crazy yeah. celebrating. Got a bit. Um, crying children yes always um, there's the lovers yep. so if there's someone kissing kiss camp and South American women with big tits <laughs> every World Cup yeah absolutely. every World Cup the, the Colombian fans zooming in oh yeah imagine oh, well, that though do- right you've just you've just graduated from like the Wembley TV sports media degree or whatever it is the new university you're absolutely buzzing the World Cup yeah Okay, right. Yeah, here's today. Right, you're on the on camera four. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, what do you want me to do? Just get the close ups, player cam, anything. Follow Messi around. No, no, no. What we want you to do, mate, is just follow around the crowd and just find some uh, big titted Colombians. Yeah, won't be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always the case though that they zoom in. And, oh, look, it's another attractive woman. Who'd have, who'd have thought? I personally, I love women. I, I think they should pick out some I, of the ugly ones as well. How can I hate women? <laughs> yeah, but pick out some of the ugly ones. But most importantly, my favourite um, sort of type of person is when 
a team has just lost and it shows a kid dressed up in all his stuff face painted <laughs> crying inject it into my veins <laughs> I love it uh, that's, that's, just, that's just a cruel side of me coming out I guess yeah. it's fair though it's fair I can kind of relate to it Jets. Thank you. Good man. You shoot off to a club and come back when this place livens up. Jesus Christ. That's what the news was in my day, did it? Ah, but questioning what makes us two look like a pair of bollocks. <laughs> Brick in the middle. <laughs> We're into the Christmas party then. Yeah, everyone waiting around. Everyone's there, doing that sort of awkward, not quite drunk yet, mm. just sort of standing chatting. Lee and Dawn are back. Here they are, they made it. The American couple with the uh, tans and the teeth. <laughs> Brown and the white and the teeth. Dawn's looking looking lovely. She made an effort. Yeah, she scrubs that well, doesn't she? Yeah. Go on, Dawny. Um Neil, Neil seems keen. Everyone's excited on there, I was gonna to say, to see mm. uh Brent's date. And uh I think Brent's got a point. Nearly yeah, ten. Yeah, isn't ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh that's something I'm think I'm gonna use. <laughs> <laughs> um but talking to Neil and his uh, fascist ways. We haven't done Neil of Fortune for a while, but now's as good a time as any. I think so. Let's um, let's see what's going on in Neil of Fortune. Neil of Fortune. Right. So for anyone that isn't aware of what Neil of Fortune is, um, halfway through this series, we set up a fictional office, um, and we've created characters to join the team. Um, they're not necessarily the the most hardworking or uh, intelligent um, of staff for us. Uh, I think we make coat hangers, don't we? Yeah. And um, you know we're ticking over. We're we're still we're still growing, so we can still afford to keep recruiting. Um, it's the end of the financial year, and spirits are in the sky. <laughs> exactly. And this week we've got a couple more potential recruits. Have sent some CVs in. And it's up to us to find out whether they're going to make the grade. Then we can spin the Neil of Fortune and find out who's going to get the gig. So, who you got for us this week, Steve? Um, well, I've had a CV from a fella called Denton Tendency. <laughs> like um, it. That is a good name. He's a Jamaican fella. Of course he is. Um, if, the only problem is hardly... T- you can hardly distinguish what he says. He's very, very thick patois. Right, right. Um, he's got possible yardy connections. Okay, could um, be useful. And he's cousins with Usain Bolt. Allegedly. <laughs> is he? Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Um, strong smell of uh, the herb. <laughs> this isn't racist, is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's his but, CV. So. But he is very hardworking. Okay, perfect. That is kind of what we want. Um, yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't got an, an area of expertise for him. So I think he would be one that we'd try to mould. Yeah, blank canvas. We can yeah. just sort of... He'd be an apprentice. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, okay. Well, yeah. continuing the international theme, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bloke who... Uh, again, it doesn't say which what he's looking to do, which could be useful because we can sort of fill fill a few positions and tick some boxes. Um, but his name is Philippe Lebert. 
Philippe Le Bird. Philippe Le Bird. Um, he is a French fella, as you probably worked out. He's not sure if he's going to stick around because of Brexit and that. Uh, it doesn't feel very welcome. Um, he's got that sort of French arrogance. Um, if he doesn't like something, he just sort of flips the bird. Fair so enough. he's forever sticking the finger up. Um, he said that he wants night shifts because uh, he's not sure about being around other humans around in the day. So he's a bit of a night owl. Okay. Um, and he wears striped jumpers and stinks of onions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so interesting crop. And you week. asked if mine was offensive. <laughs> uh, well, again, it's his own words. Oh, if it's his own words, so, then you know yeah. these aren't I, made up. I stink of onions. <laughs> these are real. That's fair um, enough. Yeah, they're not. They're not made up at all. Have you checked references? Uh, I think we probably will have to for these two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any thoughts on? What you're leaning towards? If I mean, obviously we don't choose. But I mean, what are what are we going to let him do at night on his own? Well, I mean, we could we could expand uh, the kind of customer service element. Maybe you know, get him on live chat. So any issues with our hangers, the customers can. It's a good you know, shot. That when we're sort of normally closed, we can go the extra mile and give him that sort of. That's a, that's a good chat. Because let's face it, you do your washing at night, don't you? Or you put your washing away normally, sort of get home from work, before you go to bed, tidy up your bedroom, put your washing away. That's If the coat hanger's going to go Prime broken. hanger time. Exactly. Hanger time. <laughs> <laughs> that could be some sort of marketing campaign. Um, I think we're taking this too seriously. Um, so yeah, should we, should we spin and find out what's going to happen? Oh, Denton. Our boy Denton. Denton Tendency. You're joining the team. Fantastic. Good luck to you. I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to see if I can meet you soon. Yeah. Maybe you could do some... Uh, who did you do it for? Virgin, wasn't it? Lately did a campaign for them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Denton. Sort us out, mate. Um, if you've got any characters uh, that you'd like to put forward to join the team then uh, send them in send your CVs in it can be you know we're not we're not looking for loads of detail but we will need a little bit of information yeah name, uh, name and a backstory yeah I think uh, I think Neil of Fortune will continue into series 3 and we can expand on uh, the names a little bit more have a little bit more fun with that um, but yeah get them in and we'll give you a shout out maybe you can join the staff cracking of Fortune I don't believe it look at this Hello. Uh, all right. Yeah. Is Monkey in there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, no, I expecting a blind date and I was worried you were it. No. Yeah, so he's up there. Yeah, sorry. Oh, doesn't look like Brent's dates. Any good? No. Oh, it's all right. It's from Monkey Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can you imagine the relief? Oh, it'd be incredible, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, he's already had some absolute terrible dates, to be fair. So, see, to me, as a as a Spurs fan, <laughs> I can relate to that in the exact way of Champions League quarterfinal against Man City. <laughs> what the Ster Ster Sterling goal is the Sterling scores the not so attractive woman. Abso yeah, absolute devastation, um, absolutely heartbreaking, and then VAR, and then nice for Mike Allen. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
I think we could probably clip that into some sort of <laughs> video. Uh, yeah, it's fair. It's a fair point. Um, yeah, I think he's he obviously he gets a bit caught up in the relief and kind of blurts out, "Ah, oh, no, I thought you were it." But bless him. Yeah, I'm sure she's lovely. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she's a lovely woman. She seemed nice. Yeah, there you go. But you know, he's obviously happier with who he has got to spend the night with. Yeah, Carol's lovely. She does look like, you know, lovely lady Carol. I think definitely pick of the bunch from what we've seen. Um, and also, the boys seem a bit, you know, I think they were expecting maybe, I think they were expecting the first one, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, I think and they were a little bit disappointed the fact that she is... She looks normal, she yeah. looks nice, and she was funny, she made a little joke, she came in. Uh, there's not really anything to take the piss out of Brent there for, is there? No, this is... This is a bit of a turning point, really, where he starts to kind of build a bit of momentum about getting those wins. Because even at this, the point where he's kind of waiting, you think, oh, for the, when, you, when you watch this for the first time, you think, oh, it's all going to end in tears. And then finally, that moment, he brings her in, yeah. and it's, oh, actually, things haven't completely gone to shit for him. And from here, it kind of snowballs, and he starts to get a little bit more confidence. Um, and then eventually it leads to his conversation with Finchie and Neil exactly. when she leaves. Yeah, was that so. maybe was that what he was missing all along? The love of a good woman. Oh, ring the fucking bell! <laughs> <laughs> ring that fucking bell! Ah, oh, I'm on fire tonight. Absolutely on fire. <laughs> Insightful analysis alert. Uh, um, yeah, Brent literally changed. There didn't seem to be the the craving for the attention. He no. was talking to her like, you know, we got some yeah. good honesty from him, didn't we, in the chat? Yeah, maybe that's it. You know, and and also not um, not over exaggerated like the Talking Heads. It was it was sincere, and he's he's being. You know, he's he's being genuine, funny, and able to sort of laugh at himself. And it's all because of a good woman. There you go. So, just like every man needs, Steve. It's, or woman. I mean... The love of a good woman. Or man. One in ten, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> is is this... See, I'm going I'm to ring the, ring the, the bell. bell. Ring the ring, bell as Let's well. get this bell ringing, right? Let's get it going. This is what the punters want. Insightful analysis. <laughs> uh Good. Do you think this all ties in when he's talking about his beautiful rendition of No Woman No Cry? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. As 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 that unlocked the spell. Yeah. And it all brings it all together. And we didn't see that. I think we brought stitch know, up. it. Stitch-up. It is a stitch-up. It was a stitch-up. I thought it was funny, though, kind of back to the old Brent when he mentioned that Oliver is the office black guy. <laughs> yeah. like there is only allowed to be one. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm sorry, yeah, we've got enough. Yeah, thank you very sorry, much. Sorry, Oliver's already our office black guy, so you know, yeah, we can't have that. Um, we won't have that in our office. No, God, no. It was up to me. But yeah, so Brent, you know, we think, like you say, tides are turning, and I'm, you know, good luck to him. Yeah. Go on, Brent. <laughs> I think the the point where it changes for Brent is seemingly it's sort of triggered an upturn in I don't know just the 
the the vibe of the episode because he's you know he's getting his just desserts and Anna gets the yeah. whole beans and muff treatment. What a what a line! <laughs> well, we, we spoke to David about it, didn't we? But yeah, it's it's iconic. Hello, I am pregnant. Yeah, and this is a party. I don't really care about the party. I care about my unborn child. Yeah, well, maybe you should fuck off home then if you're pregnant, you daisy cat. What did you say? You think we care as much about your baby as you do? Just because you let some useless tosser blow his beans up your mouth. Well done. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. And it always makes me think of Russell Brand. Will oh. you come from my bangers? <laughs> my beans and muff. <laughs> Will you come for my bangers? My beans and muff. Brilliant. They can't get past it now. It's always going to be there. There you go. So little nods to uh, Russell Brand or Older Snow for anyone who gets that reference. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there'll be loads in there. Definitely. Yeah. But you're right. I think, yeah, maybe this is kind of like a Neil's, Neil's on a downer a little bit because Brent's, Brent's on a high. Stan's getting a comeuppance. It's the old starting, warehouse gang are back together. You know, it's the the good good ending vibe. It's coming. It's turning. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and we see as the party kind of develops now, everyone's sort of... Yeah, well, it's standard office Christmas party, I guess, isn't it? Everyone's having a little kiss. Yeah. Um, Oliver, unfortunately, hasn't chosen. Um, I can't remember her name. That's annoying. Who likes blacks? <laughs> um, so she's crying. She's not very happy. Tim and Dawn are having a flirt. Well, she likes blacks, and there is the only only the one. <laughs> so she's knackered, isn't she? Yeah, she's got no chance. So her night's over. She might as well. She might as well shoot off. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed this little um, exchange with Tim and Dawn. I quite liked it. I liked the, uh, the little flirt. The uh, have you got that important report for me? I thought it was clever. Yeah, I quite liked it. Um, and then the whole, the whole kind of Gareth thing. Enemy soldiers who have jumped on one of your boys. Are you gonna stand there and panic, or would you pull them off? Yeah, immediately. You'd pull him off right away? Of course. Right. The first two, yeah, yeah, they're okay about being on top and being fit. <laughs> but uh, would, you, <laughs> would you pull them off immediately? <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. Absolutely nailed it. It is very good. They're very good at those. And I think we might need to ring the bell again here because oh, I think I've got one here. Oh, Christ. We're talking about, you know, the old gang back together. Brent's on a hike and it's all kind of everything's coming together. And... Tim's happy. Dawn's back behind reception. Taking the piss out of Gareth. Everything's back to normal. The status quo from series one is, has been returned. And, you know, it's like nothing's changed. That's pretty bloody insightful. Tim's in his Tim's in his happy place there. And then all of a sudden, Lee comes in and stitches him up. Yeah. Tells Gareth that they're taking the piss out of him. And it's Lee that is getting in the way of Tim and Dawn's fun. As well as Tim and Dawn's potential relationship. This is getting too insightful. Uh, I think I might as well just end it there. I think with the insightful like, analysis. I feel like we need to. We need an insightful analysis gong. For, we need, for drops like that. We need to. We need to mention midgets or something. It's <laughs> not what we do. Um, oh yeah, we'll just clip some midgets in a minute. <laughs> but it all, it all kind of ties in. I think it's, 
it's at this point where it becomes um, sort of impossible to ignore the music and stuff like that. But with Dawn and Lee leaving, and then you just get that, I want you back for good. It is. Um, it is very pertinent. Very insightful analysis there. Looking at the music, very good. Well done. We're still on it. It's good. Um, well, it's you. You have to be mentally challenged to not notice it, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah, um, it's pretty obvious. Um, it's 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 a it's a good um, it's a good visual device to see him leaving oh, and then get right. the audio on top of it I was going to say are you saying it's a good visual device to have audio <laughs> <laughs> no because yeah that would be a struggle um, but yeah you know at this point maybe it's all over well obviously the first the, the, the first high viewing, the high is the high is gone isn't it you can you, you can get that kind of little bit of deflation there you think oh actually things aren't going to go my way do you think maybe Tim thought there might be something on the cards there even though he says it's not. But. Um, I think he probably would. He wouldn't have maybe ruled it out. No. Only a sort of, you know, op- one th- optimistic. One thing I did notice when I was rewatching this is uh, Keith's <laughs> secret Santa is his little <laughs> cock pouch. <laughs> well, it's so, a big cock pouch. But, but is, is that because he's widely regarded in the office as the office shagger? Or I mean, from the... one, orga- one, one orgasm minimum. <laughs> you know? um, women are turned on by what they hear, so it doesn't matter what he's wearing. It's a good point. They might be turned on by what they see as well. With well, when you're when wearing that, that. Yeah. double whammy. <laughs> and yeah, maybe he's got that because of his white t-shirt competition desperation. Mm. Maybe he's a bit of a perv. We didn't see any hookers. No, it didn't. But we also. S- it seems like there's more women at that party than we've seen in the series. <laughs> They've got um, some ringers in. Yeah. It's, it, it is true, though, from what Tim says, the fact that the people that you work with are often the only thing that you share in common is you walk on the same carpet for eight hours a day. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But you do literally spend... It's quite deep. ...every day with them for a long time. And it's... it's um, it's the work colleagues that you have that you literally do get on with and you have a laugh with and, and it, but it's all at work and you don't necessarily mix outside of work if you leave or they leave all of a sudden that's just that mm. just goes doesn't it I've had a few of them it's a shame and it's never the same no. it's always the yeah we need to go for that drink but oh it never happens it's uh, yeah it's just not, not not quite right but yeah Tim spoke well mm. took it well that Dawn's left and gone you know so it's just another moment in life. We got Brent talking about his date. Um, He's up in he? It's gone well. Well, she's got to be as intelligent or slightly less intelligent. See, this is what I'm saying. He's back <laughs> to the talking head now, where it's yeah, you know, I'm I'm more intelligent. She's got to be a little bit less intelligent <laughs> than me, and she is. <laughs> I think maybe that's her being modest and maybe letting him lead. Who knows? But it's a good point. Maybe that's you know, that's not quite one for the bell. <laughs> not, no. <laughs> that's to be really insightful for the bell. It was nice to see her talking, you know, positively as well. Looks like Pop looks like they'll get the corner. They'll get date number two. It sounds like it was going well. She's happy with it. <laughs> Comes around, sashays out. I didn't see that before. That's brilliant. 
And then, and yeah, a little kiss. That's always when you know it's gone well, isn't it? Yeah. If you get a little kiss at the end of the day, two. We're sort of barreling towards the happy ending that we're hopefully all going to get. Um, and when he goes back in, he's got that swagger about him that he didn't really have before. He's kind of turned into a bit more of an alpha male rather than trying to be Finch's lapdog. Yeah, I think I think it's um, it's just like you say, it's given him that confidence boost, isn't it? And uh, to be fair, he tries to sort of, you know, have a chat with him as normal, but they're not going to change, are they? Mm. But maybe going in on football isn't his strong point. Yeah, well, that's that's a, a rough one. Do you ever get anyone that's ever come up to you and work do? Um, and just says something about football and you instantly know that they know absolutely nothing about football (laughs) yeah or generally if you get a new lad at work it's oh so what team do you support mate Uh, oh I don't really like football Mm. oh yeah I'm probably not going to talk to you very much do you know what's worse Uh, what's worse for me if someone doesn't like football fair enough that's (laughs) yeah different hobbies and everything for different needs but (laughs) It's the people that go. I just I I like all the teams. Oh yeah. I I just like to see good football. No, no. no. You, it, that, that's no. not allowed. No one likes that. No, you you pick your team, you deal with the struggle, you deal with the pain, and you stick with it. I think we've said it before. That's yeah. it. You see, your 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 team is that's it. You can't change it. And um, and yeah, even if that is Leeds, you still, yeah. that's fine. Stick with it. <laughs> But it's nice to see Brent finally. I think Brent's happy ending could be obviously the date is obviously very good and it's gone well and maybe he's going to find love. Or is it telling Finchie to fuck off mm. in front of Neil? I do like which is the bigger happy ending for Brent. Um, I think ultimately, if he found love with Carol, but for the sheer short termism of it. Whether getting a little kiss is a bigger achievement or telling someone to fuck off in such an aggressive and meaningful way. Yeah. Hard to beat. <laughs> hard to beat a good fuck off. Fuck off. And it framed as a question. Why don't you fuck off? Yeah. Love it. And just a little look and then the walk <laughs> away. Genius. Um, Iconic. It's perfectly, perfectly delivered. And I'd love to know during filming how many times that to go through that, because that's one that's one phrase and one quote. I'd love to be able to just say, oh, I'm sorry, we have to do that again. <laughs> and just to continuously keep telling someone to fuck off. I don't think it would take that many. I it mean, wouldn't take. It that wouldn't many, take that long, would it? Realistically, I'd like to be able to just keep saying it. Fair enough. <laughs> just get paid to tell someone to fuck we can, off. We can record a few if you want. You can just yeah, we do that. Up. We'll yeah. re- release them as a special episode. Yeah, just an hour of you going fuck off (laughs) (laughs) careful she's got feels what I think is probably one of the greatest scenes in all of British TV I think you're absolutely right Um, for everything the fact that it rounds off this particular show perfectly. The soundtrack, it's, it, it's, the romance, everything. It is genuinely perfection. Um, yeah, there's no. There's, 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 there's not much more I can say about it. It's 
it's got everything you'd want to neatly and happily wrap up any show yeah and I know we've said um, said previously and we've seen on other interviews and stuff like that that Gervais has done um, that he's completely right there's no way they could ever have revisited this as its own form if that makes sense no the whole, definitely not, not the that. whole on the road and all that sort of stuff is fine but there's no way they could ever have gone back to this series nah it's, the character story for that are like it's best to just see it in your own head now as they live a happy life together, isn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, it's just... I mean, what... what you have you to be a look? cynical fuck to start <laughs> worrying about, oh, you probably broke up within a week. Probably, yeah. It's nice to see, um, yeah, Brent and Jennifer there having a little drink as well. It's... Um, back to the old gang. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's just genius. And... At what point do you think... Obviously, uh Tim realised that he was awake and it wasn't a big dream. So Caesar popped back in. Mm. I bet he knew. I bet he knew the secret Santa present was gonna was gonna sway him. You reckon? The drawing, the never give up. Yeah. That is a nice message. He deserves is. it. Fair play to him. Well All's well that ends well. With stuff like that. Oh, I think we're reaching for the bell. Here we go. <laughs> Some amazing insightful analysis is coming. Deep. Oh, it's going again. Still going. <laughs> Bells galore. Do you think that the never give up is a double meaning, not only for her to follow her dreams of being an illustrator, but also for him never giving up on the thought of Tim and Dawn being together? Do you know what? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> It could be. Neither do I, but I sounds it, good. I think it's just a nice gesture from someone who's genuinely supporting somebody who uh, who he very who he cares for dearly. Ah, oh, Tim's always looking to get his end away. Yeah, it's always a ploy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's all about negging. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see at the end David finally getting that laugh on camera that yeah, has natural. eluded him for so so long natural joke with his old team who laugh at him because he's doing an impression there you go I should have rang the bell <laughs> it's always what he's wanted to be known for but so yeah it's it's uh, it's a very neat finish isn't it Gareth's got his promotion and he's got some purpose in his work he seems to be doing a good job Brent's happy he's met potentially the love of his life Tim definitely has and has got his way with Dawn Everything's great. And what could you want? Anne has been mugged off. Anne's been told Finchie to fuck got off. Told to fuck off. Yeah. Neil got pushed out of the picture. Um, what? What more can you ask for? Yeah. It's and it, the people say, "Oh, it's one of the best, um, best comedy episodes and all that." And I, I still maintain it's one of the best episodes of any TV of any genre that the UK's ever produced. Yeah, it's incredible. It's what I like about it as well is you could pick, you could probably pick it up and watch that episode and and still be touched by the, the ending. Yeah. Even only watching an hour or whatever it is, forty five minutes. Obviously, you're not going to have as much in depth analysis no. as like us. No. But you know, but you'd still be able to pick that up. The fact that I've seen this dozens and dozens of times, and every time I go back, I still manage to pick up little things that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Layered. 
<laughs> like an onion. Like an onion. Talking of onions, <laughs> Philippe the Bird, French fella, stinks of them. But what more can you say? Oh, exactly. It's all been said, but and a perfect. It's been, it's been great. Perfect. Um, perfect soundtrack to that whole scene with Alison Moyet. Um, Only you. It's a, it's a song that gets stuck in your head, and every time I watch this episode and watch that scene in particular, for weeks after. It's, it's just, just going round, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an, an absolute. It's, it's an absolute banger. banger. It is a banger. It is an Definitely. absolute banger. There's, I can't. I, I would challenge anyone to find someone who doesn't like that song. Not just to hum along or yeah. just toe tap. Is it? Yeah. It's, oh, it's a big toe tapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, Keith's, you know, had a few mentions in this, but he's a bloody good DJ. Yeah, good on him. He had that party rocking. <laughs> um. Oh, All right. How do you feel? I think that's that's we've it done, for the, we've done for the that, episodes, isn't it? We've done it. We've got through them. All of our insightful analysis. Um, yeah, it's a shame the insightful analysis only appeared in the last 25 minutes <laughs> <laughs> of the last episode. Um, got out eventually. We might lose a load of followers now. I know. They, um, they've clearly enjoyed midgets. Midgets are funny as well. And nonsense. Um, I, hope, I hope genuinely that you have enjoyed our... Um, it's a journey. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I was gonna say journey, but I was gonna try and think of our, our spin, our take on the series and how that can relate to real life, and and you know, and hopefully you've enjoyed reliving the series yourselves if you've been watching them along with us. Um, and we we genuinely can't thank everyone enough for their comments, the the reviews, everything has been has been great. It's been really great to interact. Um, and relive a show that that we love. I think um, if we if we're going by Twitter polls, are we officially the ooh. best office podcast? Um, that's that's not for us to say. No, no. Um, I mean, the f- <laughs> it's in black and white. So, you know, it's a landslide. We'll, yeah, we'll let them. We'll let them. You know, we'll let them read that if they want. That's fine. Um, that's fine. But I mean, just because this is this the series and the episodes over we don't intend at least for this to be the end of the podcast um you know podcast world's a big place <laughs> um we've got to so, spread the word and because we because we we know and we love and we engage with fans of the office from all over the place i mean on our twitter we we get some hilarious people on some of the the Facebook groups you see every day dozens of new posts being put in and um, whether it makes me sad or not I'm there in stitches at some of them um, <laughs> and that's the sort of thing we want to want to almost provide a audio and a podcast version of that I think yeah I think it's the it's the sharing it isn't it that's yeah. fun it's seeing it and then going oh look at this yeah. and then knowing someone else gets it because they've got that link with the show yeah. And uh, if we can if we can combine all of that into an audio format, then uh, then yeah, we will. For listeners at home, Steve is doing the uh, David Brent hands together gesture. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, and that's the plan for series three. More features will relate um, the real life and convert it into the office. So we want to hear your stories, anything that you think you might want to add, anything you want to see more of or hear more of, I should say. Um, 
What yeah, would... get in touch. We've got some. We keep saying it. We have got some super fan podcasts lined up. They will be uh, the next priority for us yeah, to get recorded. It'd be good to get those done. And we've got lots and lots of people that want to be on a super fan podcast, which is great news for us. Yeah. Um, you can just so, do all the work. Yeah, essentially. We'll, we'll provide the mic. You so, just turn up and talk. It'd be, a, it'd be a case of um, we'll get we'll get a few of those out. I think I think that that might be a regular thing. Regardless, it might be a case that we do one of those. I see. Every I see myself as a bit of an like interviewer. That. You know, yeah. I'd like to grill someone. Yeah, well, like, we we can arrange that. Yeah, I mean, we've got we've still got people from the show that um, are, are keen to be on, but we just haven't found time. We wanted to get the episodes out of the way first, so you'll you'll have some more. Um, We'll have some more interviews from some of the cast, so that'll be interesting to get some different insights and um, what have you. So we've seen previously with David Shaw and um, Kelly Shelley. Very good. We, you know, we've, we've got we've got more of those in the pipeline. More yeah. more of these, really. <laughs> I can't believe it. Stumbled into it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we've got we've got lots lots going. This isn't the end. Um, it's just another moment. Um, yeah. but yeah please please do get in touch um, it's great to hear from everyone you can email us uh, we do get quite a few emails and it's good reading them at uh, outofofficepodcast at gmail.com um, or twitter we're always on the twitter yeah I think uh, that's probably our hub isn't it yeah yeah twitter, twitter's where we do most of our most of our work our DMs are open so you know feel Ooh. free Ooh. slide into them no dick pics um, nah well, home, home, home. Yeah. it depends if they're Brent related. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're you know it's been incredible for us. We've really enjoyed ourselves over the last what eight months or so. It's taken us. Yeah, um, it's been a long time. But yeah, it's, it, it's been fantastic. But we certainly don't certainly don't plan on ending it here. We've we've have had lots of questions like, are you going to do other Ricky Gervais shows and whatever and. I, I don't know. I, I I quite like what we've got here. I quite quite like sort of celebrating the office. Really, we're not necessarily. Yeah, I, we don't I necessarily don't need to branch out, do we? Nah, I think it'd be nice to uh, to break free from the episodes, talk a bit more nonsense, engage with a few more people, um, and yeah, ultimately, we're a we're a community, one big family. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want. So, yeah, keep in touch. Please do rate, review, share the podcast. We want to get it to a, as big a audience as possible. Um, and yeah, we'll see you very, very soon, hopefully. Toodaloo. I'm having a bit of trouble myself. <laughs> <laughs>